Welcome to the Shortcuts to Public Speaking Success podcast from award-winning speaker Shola Kay. This is the audio version of Shola's weekly video blog. Be sure to visit sholakay.com blog where you'll find loads of video tips with helpful written summaries. Thanks for listening. Hi, it's Shola here. And I want to ask you a question, which is, what do you do when you're in front of the audience and they don't seem to be in the right mood or in the right state of mind to listen and to absorb your message? Before I answer that question, let me first of all introduce myself because I'm Shola Kay. I'm a public speaking coach and also a professional keynote speaker based in London with clients around the world. And I also uh, am a professional performer. And what I want to share with you today is a little story about my time in the performance world and what I've taken from that to the world of public speaking and how that applies to engaging your audience, especially when they seem like they're not in the mood to listen to what it is that you've got to say. Now, a couple of years ago, I was performing in front of a group uh, of people who had literally just finished watching a football match. <laughs> now, it wasn't just any football match. They had been watching the European Cup final. Anyone out there who hates football, just close your ears for a couple of minutes. But there is a point to this story because I don't particularly like football either. If you're in America, I'm talking about soccer. This audience had just finished watching the European Cup final and Liverpool, one of the UK soccer teams, had been playing in this final and they had lost. Everyone was very excited at the beginning, maybe they were going to win, it was looking great and then at the end they lost. What do you think the impact was on the audience of watching this match where the home side lost? They weren't in a very good mood. And there I was coming out after the football match to sing and entertain and uplift, but the audience weren't in the mood for what I had for them, what was in store for them. And it was very clear as I began that they weren't having any of it. They were sitting there looking pretty miserable down in the dumps. And I could tell that I was gonna have a bit of a job on my hands unless I took control of the situation. So after I sang a couple of songs and they weren't responding, I thought, okay, I need to do something about this. So I stopped and I said to them, hey guys, how are you feeling? Are you okay? So they nodded, looking a bit miserable. I said, are you sad because Liverpool lost the match? And they nodded, yes, we're sad. I said, okay, should I do a couple of ballads then to, because there's a big difference between me singing really up-tempo stuff and you being miserable versus me singing some things that are gonna kind of soothe your spirits and and meet you where you are. And they were okay with that. So I diverged from my original set list and I sang a few kind of mid-tempo, more downbeat tunes. And they they sort of drowned their sorrows, had a few drinks, were chatting to each other. And then gradually, I upped the tempo and moved back slowly towards my original set list, which was up-tempo, party tunes, people having a great time. And as I changed from being a bit more downbeat to gradually taking things up for them, or I should go this way, taking them up, 
they responded to that. And then eventually by the end of the evening, everybody was up dancing, having a great time. And I wouldn't say they'd forgotten that their team had lost, but it was moved more towards the back of their minds and they were back in the present moment, enjoying the time with me and our time together. So what can we learn from that and apply to our public speaking? Well, quite often when we go out there and there's an audience that's not quite ready, or they're not in the right mood or the right energy to receive the presentation we've prepared, we just sort of bloody-mindedly carry on, like, oh, I'll just get through this. This is what I've rehearsed, mm, I'm gonna do it. That's all very well, but your presentation may not have the impact that it, it could have had if they were in the right mood. So I suggest that what you do is, is this. I've just created a little, little formula, a little framework that you can follow when this happens, okay? So the first thing you want to do is when you're up there in front of them, you want to assess are they ready for this message? What's happened today that might have got in the way or got between you as the speaker and them that will prevent you from doing your job and taking them where you want to take them? So assess. You may be in the audience earlier on that day and hear something that was delivered to the audience that, will, would, that, that changed their perspective or changed their energy. Or perhaps they've just had a, a big lunch and they're sluggish. Okay. So your job is as the speaker to assess the audience, maybe before you go on or definitely while you're on there if you see that they're not responding. Then you may want to verify that. And that may involve you stepping out of your role as the speaker, the performer, and actually interacting with them, which is sometimes referred to as breaking the fourth wall. You're going out there Instead of saying, well, I'm an actor and I'm here and I'm doing my thing, or I'm a performer, I'm a speaker, reach out to them, have a conversation. In which case you might say, I've prepared X, Y, and Z for you. Are you ready for that? How are you doing? What have you heard today that's putting you in this mood? Are you feeling sluggish? Is this material a little bit too downbeat for you? Or what do you, just asking the right questions as pertains to your situation to figure out where the audience is and to get them to become willing partners with you, rather than to, ha to have this sort of wrestling match where you want to go in one direction and they're kind of resisting. So that's the second step. Then once you've assessed that, ideally you're gonna match them. You're gonna go to where they are, because it's hard to lead anyone anywhere unless you start from where they are, okay? If you're in one place and they're in another, you could say, well, hey guys, come here, come here. It's brilliant here. Just smile, be happy. It's great in this place but far better for you to go where they are and, and take them with you. So at that point, the third step, after you've assessed and you've verified, the third point is to match them. So match their energy, understand where they are, be where they are and get where they are, okay? And let them see that you understand and you're feeling that same, you're in that same space as them, you're present to them. And finally, once you have been with them and kind of occupied the same space, whether it's mentally or energetically with them for a while, that's when you're in a position to start to lead them to a new place. But you lead them from where they are rather than sort of dragging them over to you. So those are the four steps. So first of all, you assess where they are, you verify that with them, 
perhaps if you are in a position where this is before you start to speak and you're chatting to a few audience members, maybe you don't need to verify with the whole audience. You might just chat to a small start, a small sample, and that's enough to verify, yeah, okay, yeah, indeed, that's where they are. Um, this is what they need to do to change. But you verify. At that point, you go to them, right? You be at their energy. And then finally, you move them forward. You move them to where you wanted them to go originally. Whether that's with a, a, a transition that you perhaps hadn't originally thought you'd need in your presentation. It could, be, it could just be with a transition in the way that you present yourself. A transition in your energy instead of a transition with your actual words being changed. But it's your job to really get the audience and to, and to, to understand where they're coming from. Because your time is wasted if you're spent in a different place than they are, energetically trying to drag them forward and they don't go. You'll be frustrated. They'll be frustrated. So far better to meet them in their space and then take them where you want to take them. I hope that makes sense. And I hope you weren't too turned off by my little story about Liverpool football. <laughs> if you hate soccer as much as I do, well, I don't hate it, but if you, if you ignore it as much as I do, then you may have been slightly turned off by that. But anyway, I hope you managed to get through it to the other side and that that tip was useful to you. I am signing off now, but before I go, I do have a live event, which is online for you to access pretty much. Uh, you can sign up and then join me live. If there isn't one planned, then you will see that there will be a, an on-demand masterclass that you can take part in. It's primarily for business owners, anybody who wants to speak to grow a business, to share a message. You might well find that there are some tips and tricks there that are useful to you. So please do go to sholake.com slash live hyphen event and sign up and hopefully I'll see you either online or on the on-demand masterclass. That's it for now, but remember to meet your audience where they are. Don't be afraid to reach out to them and figure out the space that they're in and then go where they are because you're there to serve your audience. Take care. Bye. If you want more resources to help you ace your public speaking, then head on over to sholake.com. You can sign up for helpful weekly tips, download a freebie, or learn about online and in-person live events. See you soon and keep on speaking up.